Welcome to Brain Machine Network. Dot com. Okay, welcome to the Fat Bottom Girls. What up, but it, but it, welcome to the Fat Bottom Girls. My name is Maddie Smith. Um, were we having problems with your microphone before? Or is it fine? Whatever. I think it's fine. I think it was just that one week I accidentally had the audio turned up to level 10 and I was probably screaming at the same time. Nice. Okay. Even Andrew, when he sent it, was like, it's really loud. Um, yeah, I tried to fix it a little bit, but it wasn't, uh, it couldn't, you know, my voice is so loud, yeah. so people just got absolutely yeah. bombed with us. We should be, we should be good now, though. Um, sick. How was your weekend? weekend? My weekend was, um, fucking nuts, dude. I really? did literally, literally not much. Um, we, we saw, saw each other at the park on Sunday. Oh, yeah, so I, that was our weekend. Um, yeah, yeah, and, and then, then we recorded... recorded Saturday, right? So, so nothing crazy. I've been reading a lot of summer books, and after Labor Day, I'm going to move into some fall books. Oh, that's nice. Good that's, seasonal nice. books. I cannot Very. read lately, so I'm switching back to nonfiction. I'm getting out of the fiction yes. thing, and that's, that's going to feel better, hopefully. Um, I went to 100 doctor's appointments in Ithaca since I saw you. Yeah, so what's the four on one? Was it a hundred or was it three? It was I went to the orthodontist to see if my teeth okay. were shifting. He said your teeth look great. I'm gonna send your retainer. It's gonna hold them where they're Ooh. at. Great. Um I also to uh backstory, I mean people know if you listen to the podcast, you know that I suffer from premenstrual dysphoric disorder, which is severe PMS. Um, this means that I get super sleepy most of the time. I'm really sleepy. I, have I mean, a, she's a bitch. I'm a huge bitch, and I fucking hate women. Um, but it, it's because of my my body. It is um, a very untreated uh, condition. It's very different yeah. than PMS, and they know that because what treats PMS makes PMDD worse and vice versa, which is weird. So... What, like, which medicines? For instance, progesterone-only pill makes people with PMS feel great, makes people with PMDD feel like they want to die. And, wow. for instance, like, Yaz helps people with PMDD, makes other people with PMS feel bad. Um, IODs. I've had a theory for about four years now that I've had a condition called hypothyroidism, which can make okay. PMDD really bad. Yeah. But I got my... Th- Is that the one where you can't lose weight? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the one where you're yeah. really, it's the biggest thing about it is you like, you have a really slow heart rate and I have like a heart yeah. rate of like 40 mm-hmm. and which is nuts and you can't really lose weight, which is, I like eat like one meal a day and I have been the same way. Um, In college, I thought I had hypothyroidism, but it turns out I was just eating a lot. Yeah, Totally. And that is what I thought, too. And I was like, I just need to eat less and less. Right. And people were like, you know, well, it seems a little crazy. You eat one meal a day. I was, like, doing intermittent fasting, you know. Right. And I can, like, get, you know, down. I can lose weight if I, like, completely starve myself. But it was pretty – and also, it wasn't like 
it's not like that extreme. It's not, it's so extreme that I'm like, can't lose weight if I really, really try, but it's extreme enough that it makes my PMDD super bad. So I got my thyroid check and my doctor was like, um, it's okay. It's, it's good. And I was like, "Mm, okay, that's, that seems weird to me. And then two years later, after like researching PMDD and like trying all these things, I called him and I was like, hey, maybe I could try the medication for hypothyroidism despite Mm -hmm. not having a sluggish um, thyroid just to see because it really can be effective for people with PMDD because we retain so much water, we're so sleepy. And I was like, I could take it, you know, whatever. I could be on a cycle where I take it like once a week as opposed to every day, whatever. And he was like, no, there's no clinical trials. And I was like, but there's experimental trials. And he was like, until there's like a clinical trial, I'm not going to do that. And then I was like, all right, well, send me my charts so I can try and get a different doctor to do it. So he sent well, me my... burn. Yeah. Burn. I was, dude, I was so mad. I mean, I was like furious. I was like, yeah. I will send you so many trials of women having this. And I was like... It's, it's hard to tell a doctor to give you certain things. Yeah. Especially when... Yeah. Yeah. And they're like, he's like, I understand that you want to lose weight. And I was like, hey, it's not about the weight. I love oh. my body. I feel good in my body. It's about the fact that I'm so... I could fall asleep at any moment. My heart rate is so yeah. low that it's, I'm like... Right. People think it's crazy that he said that when that's not what the issue is. Yeah. He obviously is like, I get it. You're a woman. You want to fit into a size zero. But and I he was like, you. women come with, to me all the time hoping to lose weight. On uh, this. And I was like, hey, I just want to be able to to be able to keep my eyes open and like not yeah. have like weeks where I'm like completely debilitated. Yeah. And he was just like. You could see him, like, as I'm talking, he's just shaking his head, and he was like, I, he was like, if there's a clinical trial, I'm happy to give it to you, and I was like, great, I'll just find a fucking PhD to, anyway, right. it was crazy, so then I look, get my graph back, and I just do have hypothyroidism, like, I just, so, I know, so I was like, I was like, I, wait, so I do have a sluggish thyroid, and he was like, yeah, but it's not, right. it's not that bad, and I was like, dude, so not only are you saying you won't give it to me even if I'm in the mid-range, but I'm... Okay, for instance, so the scale is you have hypothyroidism if you are lower than... I think it's five. And mine was at five. So he was like, okay. see, you're good. And I was like, dude, it's I a see. scale of five to 12. Like, right. I'm at the lowest possible thing and I'm having right. all these effects. Not There are right. effects that are like crazy specific to me like hand like my hands are always freezing all these things so i was really frustrated i was like all right well the only other option is this yaz shit i go to the planned parenthood they're like yeah we'll give it to you but just so you know it there's like you know it does increase the capacity for heart you know for blood clots and stuff yes is a birth control yeah and they were like do you have yes Yes. Yes. And then they were like, do you have a history of people like dying of like heart stuff? And I was like, or do you have a history of heart stuff in your family? And I was like, my dad died of a heart attack. So they were like, well, guess you just see how it goes. And I was like, dude, this yeah. sucks. I'm not even having sex. I don't want to be in birth control. I really disagree yeah. with birth control. It, it, I hate it. Like, so finally I just called my doctor in New York and I was like, yo, um, since I just was like, since COVID I've started taking this medication for thyroid hypothyroidism and he was like okay and he just prescribed it to me so i just got wow. on yeah 
I feel like it, since moving to New York, it's very much like you tell them what you want and they give it to you. But that's I've kind never, of how it should be. Like, I mean, I get it. Yeah. You should have a physician. But if it's like something that's like I'm taking the lowest dose of this tiny drug yeah. to give me like a little bit of boost. So it's like it really is like I, you know, I've lived in this body now for 30 years. Like, I think yeah. I know. I understand if I'm asking for methamphetamines and I'm like, hey, I lost my Adderall this month. Yeah. Can you double? Can you give me a double dose? Right. Well, that's when you go to the doctors on Coney Island and they'll give you anything there. Yeah, they don't give a damn. But <laughs> it's so, I mean, that's where mine is. Mine is in Coney Island, but mine is Bay Ridge. I mean, yeah. he'll give me yeah. anything. Oh, yeah. But I wanted yeah. to go through the proper channels, but it just wasn't, right. it wouldn't happen. So. Yeah, you tried and the doctor fucking lied to you and went yeah. by very specific numbers without being like a compassionate person, you know. I don't the five understand why. Like, I don't know. Like what Probably is the benefit? He's, I mean, what the worst part about it is that he's seen a lot of women, so he thinks he knows. Like you would think that someone who's seen a lot of women in his practice would be more compassionate, but instead it makes him a know-it-all about your experience. Yes. Yeah. Which sucks. It's crazy. It's nuts. And it's like and, when uh, you meet a guy who's had sex with a lot of women, and he's like, "I've met someone like you," and you're like, "You don't know." Me. Oh yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. You know what I get a lot is when men are like, "You, you know, you like to be the boss outside of the sheets, so I bet that I should dominate you in them." And I'm like, "I actually oh, yeah. hate that." Yeah, Please I was talking about take this. these handcuffs off of me. <laughs> yeah, I was talking about this with with uh, the the Canadian comics last night, and they were like. I was talking about how because of my the contracting business and comedy, people are like, oh, I bet you really like to be dominated in bed. Right. And forever I thought that that is what I wanted. And then I just realized I was just having bad sex, you know? Yeah, yeah, Where I was yeah. just like, I guess I'll just lay here because I don't know, right. you know? But the good girl shit, no, grosses me the fuck out. Yucky. Oh, fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Fuck that. It's bad. People... I want to tell people that I want to say you're a you're a good boy. I think I'm into that. I know. Which seems I, crazy, but I mean, to me, for so many years, I was like, I just lay there. That's what I do. Turns out I just hated my body. Right. You know what I mean? I, I know. I prefer laying there because it's when my stomach's the flattest, but it does nothing for me. <laughs> totally. It's not. I know. Could you imagine just being a person where everything just stayed put? I mean, I know everybody feels like. Even if you have the tightest body in the world, you still have them looking up <laughs> your face in the most unflattering yeah. way, but. Maybe I should just start date. Maybe my next boyfriend should just be a big fat guy. Maybe I should do that. Or, that actually might be very liberating. But they, you, I think it all because even fat guys can be can be douchebags. It just because they're fat doesn't mean they can't be like no. But you're not the you're not the skinniest when you person. You have sex I've ever with a fat dude. With. Yeah, but when you have sex with a fat guy, you you just you just feel a little less terrible. Yeah. I've only done it once. I've only done it with one one. And I'll tell you what, I was on top quite a bit. (laughs) And not by choice. Yeah, because when he goes yeah. When he goes on top, he can't fit it in. But um This is my plan. This is next boyfriend's gonna be a fat guy. Okay. Okay, I shouldn't say that. I respect that. that. But you should also just know that guys just wanna have sex. Yeah. And to see you on top of them, they're just like, fuck yeah. Yeah, it's true. I know. But it's they're, not. They're just oh, happy to be there. Boy, am I distracted. It's just. Me too. 
it's There's a too countdown much going on. to when I can get off. It's definitely Me it's too. not off as in come, but off as in off, fucking off. Oh, no, no, no. Haven't gotten off in years, but getting... Uh, I. Whenever I'm on top, I'm like this. I'm gonna give it four pumps and then we're done. Then we're switching it up. Yeah, just so that I can have an identity as somebody who sometimes gets on top. You know, just so that when the boys are yeah. like, "Oh, girls never get on top," I can be like, "Glad I'm not one of those." Well, I'll show you. Oops, you blinked. You missed it. <laughs> oh my god, I just cannot. It's really crazy when you stop having sex with when you have sex so regularly and then you stop having sex. It feels yeah. bizarre th- to imagine having sex with a different person ew like even just the idea that we allow somebody to just sweat on i know to just no i know get their hair near us absolutely i mean i've been reflecting lately on all of the one night stands i've had and i'm just like why the fuck did you let a stranger's penis inside of you that is absolutely disgust i cannot even not in like a shameful way no no totally just or just talking to guys now and you're like you go you pretend you think about having sex with them and you're like Ugh, uh. just squeezing a dry oh. fucking cock into us when oh. co- it's really it truly is a bizarre thing what college was i mean it was insane really bizarre i was just writing about it earlier that you just went fucking crazy in debt in order to just like learn how to i mean learn how to repress Memories. That's really what we paid for. Was just the per- was just a me- really. You know what I mean? If somebody know, right now they- unveiled to you what happened in college, like really gave you a full four year montage, your heart would stop. Your heart would. I stop. wouldn't be. I I would. I would kill myself. I wouldn't be able to watch. Uh, between between the blacking out, the having sex with the ugliest dudes I ever met in my life, just to feel some sort of <laughs> um wanting from them, uh, and like starving myself oh die i can't really crazy i know it's so it all yeah the holding court with women though that really was where we probably learned that we wanted to do comedy though in college when you you know what I yeah. mean? when there'd be a gaggle of women and you would just be like the yes main. that was absolutely crushing it the female friendships in college were strong and i think from starting college i was like yo i'm fucking funny these bitches love me. Totally. I remember like the yeah. freshman year initiation shit and me just always. Yeah. But I, yeah. I mean, I've always had the thing where I never shut the fuck up and I'm always the person just like, yeah. get, get, get. I'll never be. Sleeping. Always. Always. Always the comedic relief. Always in the, every friend group, just everything was a fucking joke. It sucks, and then some. At some point, the friend group sees you cry or something, and you just like fall hard from grace. It's yeah. crazy. Or for and then me, it was like, like people would want to see me cry. Like they'd be like, "We should." Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Let's twist the fucking yeah. knife a little bit. That's so true. I had like a drunk breakdown, I think early on in freshman year, and it was like shocking for everyone to see, because I was like so happy-go-lucky until that night. I like screamed at a dude. I screamed for him to, like, get the fuck away. Like, literally in the middle of the college campus. And, uh, actually, I think after... uh, Some guy I was, like, dating at the beginning of freshman year, like, randomly ghosted me for no reason. And, um, then I got drunk and screamed at him. And then I think after that, people were like, oh, she's not just a clown. 
I think I got a little bit more respect for my gal pals for doing that. Standing up for yourself will do it. I still, even yeah. breakups and stuff, I would be jokey. I remember getting broken up with him. I, I was so sad, and I remember uh, me and all my friends getting drunk, and as we walked by his apartment, yelling, I want a yeah. mulligan! Because I had like learned what a <laughs> mulligan in, was in golf that day, and it was just so perfectly timed, and my friends were like, oh, yes. It was yes. so dumb, though, and I remember walking away being like, no, seriously, I'm... I need that. I need that that person to get back into my life. <laughs> I know everything's a joke, and then you always make jokes about how like your outfits, and you make funny faces and photos, but at the same time, you like hate yourself, and um, you hate how you look. It's uh, crazy. But they just keep they just keep laughing. <laughs> yeah, just keep laughing. It is also the. <laughs> The thing that was that I wish that I had figured out was that I didn't ne- necessarily need to be like the hard lesbian when I was like yeah. trying to be a soft heterosexual. I could have just yeah. been athletic. Like I should have right. just like moved my body around. Yeah. You know what I mean? We could because yeah. that really is like the solution if you just nobody thinks that you're just like this hard if you're just like no, I just like ran here. They're like, oh, that makes sense. So you're just like a physical, right. which is insane to me that all, right. that is like the skit. Right. I mean, so many people are dating. So many of my guy friends will have like a girlfriend and I'll meet them and I'll be like that. I mean, she's a full lesbian. And they're like, no, 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 no. She just like does CrossFit. And I'm like, dude. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're, they're very, very one in the same CrossFit and lesbians. So. Yeah, my lesbian moms do so much CrossFit. It's so much CrossFit. I think I didn't realize I didn't realize till after college that you can like be really into exercise and sports and be a fully straight girly woman. I never um before it was like either you're a soccer bitch or you're a lacrosse bitch or you wear a lot of makeup. The two of those combined, when I first saw that in ladies, I was like, holy shit, she does it all. I know. That was the best. I know. That was like Carmen Legala, dude. Sporty. Yes. A little bit of, you know, that's really, it's the best. I know. I always admire that. Me too. I wish just growing up, somebody had been like, hey, you know how your whole family plays sports? It's because that's how they don't fall into existential chaos that you're in. That's, (laughs) That's how they avoid it. You should just move around right just move around it feels really good i know it's nuts and i think me and you also were raised upstate which also is an issue it's like going outside was brutal it was awful i know it was cold i know all the time and if you were fat it was too hot it was just awful the extreme weather too hot in the summer it's extreme and it would like you'd get like a random snowstorm in may and you're like oh i'm never gonna be happy again and then it's like the end of June and you're like, oh, it's not going to, you only realize then that it's not going to snow for like a couple months. And then it's just like boiling hot for two months. I also went to a, a alternative community school that didn't fucking have sports. I should say that oh, my yeah. dad tried to get a basketball team set up so that I could play in middle school. And they said no. So it wasn't entirely wow. my fault. And then I became So their alternative. So you could have, but your school sucked. I could have. I loved basketball. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah, but then they wow. didn't have sports, and then I started smoking weed in like eighth grade, and then I, you know, became like the Earth thing that we've talked about before. 
fucking whatever that is. The Earth creature. <laughs> the creature of the Earth with her large sweaters. <laughs> it's nuts. With her large sweaters and buckles. Just buckles. And and brown leather. God. And then I went to school for fucking philosophy, oh. which just means I was a full milady. I, I was just a female milady. How I dare I... Make fun of these dudes what, and fedoras when I. What are you, Kara Knightley? What is going I know. on here? <laughs> I know. What is that? God, brutal. Um, yeah. So if it was only if you only were able to play sports in eighth, ninth grade, you could have been a different person now. Yeah. If I could have played sports in middle school and then gone into yeah, I might have been different. Might have been way different. Yeah. I mean, I was still pretty fat. Let's just be clear. I was like the post in basketball where people would slam up against me and fall to the ground. That was Yeah, like- but you know, every 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 kid has a role. Every kid has a role to play. It's true. Yeah. Mine was just to yeah. be an obstacle. <laughs> <laughs> well, mine was on the bench and I did have sports. So, I, you know. Yeah. You played soccer. Yeah, I played soccer. And I was like, it was like my entire identity until we moved to Clarence where like everyone in my town was on like Olympic development teams and they were like a thousand dollars a fucking season and my mom was like you're not we're not doing that and then I just got bad at soccer and everyone else got like exponentially better huge wage gap there you know I mean I remember that I remember we we had a I had a stepsister named Tara who did who did um soccer and I remember yeah. my sister was in hockey and it was like mm-hmm. my mom's girlfriend at the time had money and we didn't and I remember my sister oh. going back to hockey and it being like she she would rent equipment like make it yeah. work hag- but then soccer it was yeah. like a huge down payment and you had to be like huge. one of the wealthy kids of the town it was weird dude it was so fucking weird. I literally moved, like, well, we lived in Massachusetts. I loved soccer. I was, like, getting pretty good for my age, not to brag. And it was literally my life. And then when I moved, it was just, like, a level of access that I could not afford. And that's yeah. when I was like, oh, shit, some people are able to make it in certain fields because of money. Like, soccer... And then everything from soccer to AP classes, SAT tutoring, it's all like money based. It's and then all I, I money think based. so crazy. I think that's where my depression started. I was like, yo, I'm never I'm like kind of poor. I'm never going to be able to do what I want to do because of my parents. Yeah, it's so crazy. I, yeah, I remember really crazy. My parents did a really good job hiding how poor they were, though. When growing- Yeah, mine tried to. Mine tried to until the other people, the other parents were like, Maddie should join the Premier League. And like in front of my face, my mom was like, yeah, it's not happening. <laughs> totally. And they, they, these girls got so good at soccer, like through the roof. Soccer girls are mean, too. They're so. They're mean. Oh. I remember the step, my stepsister, well, she was a mean girl. And all of her friends, so they, were, mean. they were tight as fuck. And they were yeah. strong. And I remember being like respecting yeah. them. But I also remember being yeah. like, Jesus. They're so like, the mean. The hockey and girls that my sister were with, my sister was the meanest yeah. one. And the rest were just like, I'm just don't, I don't want anybody to yeah. find out that I, that I have yeah. my friend's pussy. You know what I mean? They were like really <laughs> sweethearts that like just didn't yes. know what to do with their bodies. And they were like, I, right. I'm strong, but I'm also squat. Right. 
Whereas soccer right. girls were like, we run in tight shorts. We fucking yes. want to have like the androgynous body so the wind yes. rips off of us. Oh. And it was like, damn, dude. The and with like a big braid coming down and the shin guards and the socks and all these straight women fucking the dudes. What and there's like lacrosse? one gay. Was that? I never played lacrosse. Yeah, I think it was how did just those like girls compared to like, the soccer girls. Oh, I don't know. Soccer was just like huge in our town. Like uh, every family, all the kids played. So lacrosse didn't take as much of a. There was some overlap between lacrosse and, but the lacrosse girls were more. Uh, I think nicer, definitely more muscular. I think, the soccer girls were just like always so hot and so fucking mean. Yeah, lacrosse girls, I think, were a little bit beefier. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I wonder what Helene beefier, yeah. played for listeners. Uh, for listeners, I thought playing. field hockey. Oh, maybe field hockey and lacrosse? I could be wrong. Or maybe yeah, just that field hockey. Right. I don't know just if lacrosse. she played lacrosse. Did she? I thought... Um, Basketball, duh. Basketball. Yeah. But did she play field hockey? Or No. Maybe I know she like taught. We played basketball together in college just for fun. Yeah, and I remember, and she was super yeah. good. So yeah. I remember her playing that. But um, for background for the people, fucking me and Maddie just found out that she like went to school with my deceased best friend from college. Yes, insane, crazy. And my friends, my friend Steph, who was at the park on Sunday, knew her because they probably played basketball or field hockey together. Steph's really sporty. Crazy. Yeah, really crazy. So, anyway, to circ But that's that that goes to show we were meant to have a podcast together. It goes that's to show it, that my it, theory it goes to show. that fucking upstate show. New York people rule because for some reason, this is my theory on Buffalo is that fucking yeah. it the humor is revolved around women there, which is not common. Yes. The women of Buffalo Every, are so yes. foul and funny. So funny. It's because it snows. You have to develop a hard personality because all the men are drunks. And you have to follow the Bills and the Sabres. And you are raised on pizza and wings. And you're just hard. You're an alcoholic too, Maddie. It's alcoholism. (laughs) Yes. It's alcohol, yes. And the guys are alcoholics too. Yeah, every Buffalo person I know is like, I am not an alcoholic. And they have like a camelback full of whiskey. Like yeah. connected to the They're like, I just like to drink. Is that a problem? <laughs> Dude, I like to black out. paralyzed and ha- we had to make her a cup that she could drink out of full of honey yeah. whiskey. It was wow. crazy. I mean, wow. yeah. every yeah. Buffalo girl I know is like, there's no such, you can't, there's no such thing as drinking too much. We get fucked up. I, we get fucked. And from my, I think it's like an upstate from my time in high school and at Geneseo, those winters... If you're not blackout on the weekends, good fucking luck. Yeah. That's yeah. all I have to say. Mine was, mine was we grow our own weed, we smoke our own weed, we import yeah. weed, yeah. we grow weed in California, we work on weed farms, and we drink PBR when only yeah. when we want to, yeah. like... Wow, wow. that's crazy. We, we've our Ours was, hard. like, so very, very... Weed was not... A th- it was alcohol, like... And every All the guys at my college we would all black out into oblivion and no one noticed that i had a problem because everyone had a problem (laughs) (laughs) yeah ours were ours was a solid weed culture in ithaca wow i wish i had that 
Yeah, it's better. But now I can't smoke weed for shit. Can't do it. Right. Well, now I, I can. I am the same way with alcohol. I can barely drink because I think my body's like, nope, we're not doing that. If I have literally a glass of wine, my body like goes into a, like shock. It's like, are, are we about to black out? Please don't do this to us. I've seen you drunk once and it was, dude, maybe in an Instagram video of you at your birthday party where you mm. first started seeing Andrew. One oh, yeah. Time. And I remember being like, this yeah. is this is great. She is so fucking loose. I had like <laughs> never, ever seen that. Yes. That's the only time I, I've seen it. I'm a really happy drunk. I'm so fucking. I just I make friends it. with all the gals and make out with everyone and say how nice people are. I'm a really happy drunk, drunk too. I'm a I'm great with alcohol. It's really good. Yeah, I'm never a downer. Yeah. I'm never like let's talk about let's get into it. I'm always like yo, we are an unstoppable force of evil. Yes. And we are going to perpetuate this magnet totally. through time. Let's go. We're going to do it. But then I've agreed the next to, day I'm yes. like, God, that's fuck. it. Red. That's fuck. I'm like, who are you? Why did you do that? This is why you'll never make it. This is why you're a shit ball of a person. And then that lasts for two days. And my face swells up like a marshmallow over a heated fire. Just oh, so fat really bad if i could drink without the consequences i would be blackout right now yeah me too i think they're getting closer to calorie free because they got the white claws the calories are going down can't if they come out with sugar i know but if they ever come out with a diet alcohol i oh i will say i will say this the the medicine that i took for the hypothyroidism today I feel like my allergies mm-hmm. have been like I feel like I can think clearly for the first time. Wow! And I think that a big yeah. So let's. I think a big reason for drinking and stuff is when you feel like you're when you already feel like a little bit fucked up and out of it and tired yeah. and weird. I think that that is why, that 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 is when I'm like, yo, let's get fucked up. Like I already, totally. you know what I mean. Which I think yes. is why you get into a dark spot with drinking because you, it's you're yeah. using a repressive method to further yes, repress. Totally. And then that's the same in in college. If you're fucking tired and you're really overwhelmed, yeah, of course you're gonna black out. Yeah, that's why in movies when I see like the forty, not forty, the like fifty-five-year-old women who are like. Who are like, oh, my sister's coming from Martha's Vineyard. We haven't seen each other in 10 years. Time to open the Cabernet. I'm like, that's cool. That You guys yeah, are going to, totally. you know, if, I, if, if I'm 55 and me and my sister, you know what I mean? I would like to do it. Sounds have, like, amazing. Family, get yeah. a little loose from, but totally. that's not how I am now. Now I'm like, I'm super loose. No. Let's fucking get yes. twisted. <laughs> that's why I'm like, I look forward to my 40s, 50s when it's a little bit more relaxed you know totally right now i'm still prone to yes yeah but now we're fucking unhinged motherfuckers our whole generation has no right i mean unless you're an accountant you know what i mean which you literally were but you know you know who can drink you know who i will allow andrew and he does he'll have a couple beers every so often because he's mature and has a good hold on his life i'm i'm happy about it none of my friends should be allowed to but let's circle back did you solve your pmdd by going upstate 
Well, I got a, the the pill that I've been looking for for the past four years, and it turns out I didn't even need to go upstate. I just had to call my doctor and lie because I live in New York now. Right. Um. So. I so basically, I mean, yeah. Did I? We'll see. We have to see at the end of the month. I feel great. I mean, right. I took it today, and it's supposed to just like help immediately, and it does. I mean, I feel like okay. awake, finally. And I feel, but I'm that's like, great. But I'm on my period, so I'm like as far as PMS is humanly possible. You should call that old doctor and tell him. Yeah, I will. If it works, I will. But you know, the other thing is, it it really is like, he'll be like, yeah, I'm sure. He'll be like, yeah, I'm sure that it helps. You know, we. But now you're you don't have to do all of the other holistic methods that would be more effective. And I'm like, bro, I bike all day. I work out all, yeah. you know what I mean? Like I eat so healthy. I've done this for so many years. Like I've seen nutritionists. I've like become this like Uber guru of food and nutrition. And I still am a, like, feel like I need to hibernate for half the month. Right. Um, yeah. That is not normal. When you take all the precautions yeah. and it's not like, I quit it's drinking, you, I quit everything, right. you know, and it's just it's, like... It's one thing if you eat all, a sugar all the time and are always drinking beer, but you don't. Right. And you're very active, and that's when a doctor should be like, oh, I'll listen to you. I know, but yeah, they really just don't believe it. They, I think he's had quite a few women come to him, like you thought in college, you know, when you Googled it, and right. you were like, that'll do, right? Right. And be like, yo... Let, help me but which i told i mean i do understand that that would be irresponsible but he wasn't willing to hear anything i mean it was right he really so i mean i do feel good today it feels it feels a little bit like when i take like a quarter adderall but without the negative without that's good methy feeling so you'll have to check back in a week and two weeks i know it could also be um it could also be you um a placebo of like you being like yeah, I feel better. Yeah, it is not a placebo because it was a little overwhelming in the morning. When I first took it, it oh, was wow. a little bit like, whoo boy. Wow. Yeah, yeah. But then after like an hour, it was like, okay, now I feel great. But it was yeah. like, also my heart rate is 45 and right now it's 50. My heart rate is usually 45 and t- yeah. today it's been 54 all day. Wow. Which is still super new low. Year, but, but new, new season, new Jordan. Can you believe it? If this fucking. This is so exciting. I know it's super exciting. It's crazy. Um, yeah, I know. I will call him and I'll be like, just so you know, you can't just summarily. It was it was super. And and then like when he was talking to me and I was like, look, I just feel like you don't you're not you're not like listening to these other symptoms. Like I have a huge amount mm-hmm. of water retention. There's all these things. And I was like, I want you to know I like love my body. I, it's not, I'm not trying to lose weight. I feel comfortable. But I was like, it's, you know, and he was just shaking his head. And I just, I got like this horrible lump in my throat. And I was like, yo, I'm going to start crying on the fucking, I'm going to start crying in front of this doctor. And that is going to make my case so much worse. That would, that would initiate my fight or flight reaction. Yeah, it it probably I would say something pretty fucking rude to him and then leave. Yeah. I don't deal with that anymore in my life. Yeah, I mean, I said I said I would really love for you to tell me one reason why one negative consequence and he was and he couldn't and I was like, well, I mean, I think that it's I think that this is a ridiculous decision, but and that, but here's the thing, it's good that I'm talking to you about this because you know, what could happen is that in like fucking you know, 2 weeks I die from a seizure or something. But 
Yeah, and if you do, we'll I'll certainly talk about it on the podcast. Yeah, and, and you um, will probably, you know, it'll, it'll probably make a lot of money, you know? I mean, the first podcast I do after you die, well, I, a lot of people will tune in, I think. A lot of people will be like, it feels like it's too soon, you know, but then, you know, you'll talk know. about it and you'll be like, look, I just like, this feels like how I could be close to her. Right, right. What and, do you want to happen some... with your body when you die? I want to be burned. Burned? I want to be burned so hard, yeah. I want I want my ashes to be burned. I don't want to take up space in the ground. I just burn my body. Oh, after you give away my organs. But Are after you... that, just, just burn it and sh- scatter them in Nantucket. Nantucket? <laughs> yes, want... a random a random peaceful place. I beg of you. You you would get scattered in Nantucket. God, you yeah. know, you're such a it's peaceful. You are a peaceful person. You know that. You really have like a very good. I was thinking about that the other day. I was like, Maddie is such a peaceful, wow, mellow. I know you think that you're static all the time, but you're really not. Thank you so much. I feel like I've gotten peaceful. Uh, many people have told me you seem. Well, we talked about this last time. You seem more calm since last year, aka. Um, I don't have anything going in my career so i decided to chill the fuck out well i think you got overloaded with mtv and you know it was like you had to basically make the decision that you could either fucking have every moment be a paralysis of fear and not knowing or you could just be like all right that's fucking it's just you're intelligent and you were able to recognize that you can't cope if you're freaking yeah and there's no controlling this shit too unsustainable I was talking to my therapist this week and yeah, we were talking about like enjoying the ride more and, um, uh, like the pressure we put on ourselves to reach weirdo milestones, even though those milestones probably won't even make us happy. Yeah, I know. Who was I talking to recently who had hit a milestone and was like, somebody was just like, yeah, I'm still miserable. Yeah. I remember, I remember saying to myself, if you get, like, the, you know, summer before I, the summer I was getting JFL or got JFL, I remember being like, if you get this, like, dear Lord in heaven, I will stop being, I will stop thinking that I don't deserve yeah. to call myself a comedian i will stop thinking that and it yeah. doesn't that doesn't happen at all it doesn't it doesn't happen at all it never goes away and uh, it's like when you lose weight and you lose you're like if i lose 10 pounds i'll be happy and then you lose 10 and you're like more need more yeah i you more. know i i think that this i think that i have always had a really bad problem with being like if i date this person um, I will oh, be yeah. X, Y, or Z. Like, like I'll be hot if I get with this person, or I'll be wow, intelligent yeah. if I if this intellectual wants to be with me. And this this most recent breakup, I was like, oh. And then the feeling that happened after, where I'm like, I quickly need right. to like shore up right. my personality by getting other right. people to. I right. I was like, oh wow, that is so. It's just so ridiculous. I mean, I have this realization. Right. I feel like every few years, but when you're like. There's that is the least stable mechanism right. of is is an idiot men who will literally penetrate anything if it compliments them. Yes, is the last literally place. yeah. The older I get, the more I'm like, oh, I could, I could, I could have sex with all of you. 
Oh, so easily. No problem. Yeah. And then why in college and stuff was it this weird like peacock game of like you got to be hot, you got to flirt. No, you literally drive him back to your place and blow him. That's it. There's no well, games. I think what happens in reality is that you there's this alpha that walks in who's very attractive and really discerning and really like kind of has a way that's like me and you get it, right, buddy? You know what I yeah. mean? And then you're like, oh, shit, you get the big picture. Therefore, if you get with me, then I right. am, like, totally worthy of right this type of person. But then, as you get older, you learn that that type of person is just somebody who... It, the only reason why they the only reason why they've like come to the come to the being of like I'm analytical and get it is because they have overcome insecurities and are riddled with their insecurities the same as you. Yeah. So it's like best case scenario you're just fucking somebody who is as willing to fuck anybody as you are. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Nobody is nobody is like intelligent and analytical and not also riddled with insecurities. Agreed. And we always meet people and we're like, oh, my God, that's the perfect person. We we think they just happen to appear right at that site where you meet them without realizing like the 20 years that they've been through before that of working on themselves and stuff like that and dealing with trauma. Why do we always just take people for their like first impression or like as they are right there? What I've realized is, like, the older I get, everyone has issues. Everyone's family has secrets. Everyone's friends and family have secrets. Everyone has fucked up shit. And it's very comforting. And once you realize that, you're like, oh, none of you can hurt me. It's also, my judgment is so bad. My Mm -hmm. first initial judgment on people, like, there are women that I'm like, you are dog shit. And you hate. Right. You hate me. You know. And then I Mm -hmm. talk to them further and I'm like, oh my God, we are just... Right. It was way the fuck off. Totally. Especially I'm I'm more judgment of guys. I'm more like, ugh. It takes me like a few convos with a guy to be like, oh, you're fine. You don't immediately... We have opposites. I'm like immediately harsh with women and you are immediately harsh with men. Yeah, I'm more like, do not fucking talk. If a guy rubs me the wrong way, it takes him... He doesn't know it, but many convos after that to get on my side. Sucks for them. Yeah, that's... Oh, my God. Yeah, I'm the opposite. A guy can, like, fucking assault me, and I'm like, yo, we're buds. You know what I mean? I'm not trying to be weird. (laughs) But with a woman, it's like... You know, I don't know what that's all about. I think it's because my... It's interesting because I have a sister, and I was raised by women, right? But they belittle... My mom and my sister belittle women so much yeah like they you know not not to mention my whole family has kind of like abused women romantically like in relationships yeah but where it's you know they all get in a relationship with women and they're like isn't it sad how much she loves me and you're like yeah dad cool (laughs) right but it's also like you know they're like you need to be a really good woman which is exactly like a man and it's like all right, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's which is like anti-woman in itself. Yeah, it's very anti-woman. Yeah, I, and I am. Yeah, I mean, my friends are always like, "You're a latent misogynist," and I have to check myself all the time. <laughs> it's super weird. I mean, it's weird. Like somebody. Else. Yeah, when I find myself, and this is only in like comedy or something, because outside of comedy, I'm fine with 
whoever. But if I find myself naturally not liking a woman in comedy, I'm like, what are you doing? We all have the same experience as women in comedy. So why are you mentally being rude to her when she's just you but two years ago? It's crazy how much it's switching over time. I feel the same way yeah. where it's slowly but surely I'm like, I'll come to bat for a fucking crazy girl who fucked yeah. my boyfriend. But yeah. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> She's fucking him now. I'm defending her. It is. It is crazy. It makes a huge difference. It's like after being in in an industry that is, you know, like ours. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Totally. There's times where I'm like, dude, let's you know stop complaining about. It's like when a woman is like when a woman is like it's, you know, this is a man's industry and we have to an uphill battle. At first, I was like, Psh, okay. But now yeah. I'm like, yeah, that's exactly right. And any time totally. like, a guy is like, well, this isn't a place for white man, wet men, I'm like, dude, you know it's not a place for white men? Every time yeah. you fucking have to go on the road and sleep on somebody's couch and like... Literally just fuck you. can't go... Or share a hotel room with one of you fucking freaks. Yeah, or like, you know, there's... Yeah. Or, yeah, just the, the whole vibe when you... Uh, sh- the whole the vibe. The whole sexual dynamic that, that enters the space as soon as you are there. Like, everything's yeah. chill and cool, and dudes are hanging out, and then you walk in, and it's like... Hi, whole... how are you? Hi, how Total are you? And, like, yeah. do I need to be politically correct? or, or I know. You know? Ugh. Well, I don't want to... You know, with the Me Too movement, I don't know if we do hugs anymore. Yeah. Oh, my... Okay, so... Uh, yeah. Anywho, I know you have to get to your show. It's 4.39 now. Jordan has a huge show in Central Park today. It's huge. It's, uh, it's huge. Just huge massive. Show. It's absolutely massive. The par- Central Park is so big. It's so big. I'm really excited to there. bike right now. That's what I'm most excited to do. It's been multiple days. It's time to get back on my old mama hog. Time to get back there, yeah. And I'm going to freaking, it's going to be an hour-long bike ride. It's going to be really great. That's good. You're going to feel great at the end of the day. Yeah. It's going to be nice. I'm going to sleep. It's going to be great. I slept really good last night. Yeah, um, and you got your new meds. Dude, what? Day. Yo, I've been like taking pictures and videos of this whole fucking PMDD hypothyroidism thing and I'm going to, you know, be one of those YouTube videos that's like I'm not a doctor, but here's my crazy experience with hypothyroidism. Here's, here's what worked for me. So first, I went to the doctor and he was totally, I don't want to say sexist, but he was sexist. He was a white man. So, need not I that say that matters, more? but it does. <laughs> it's so, yeah, it's I like when they say white man. It's bizarre. Me too. He's a white man and it's just like the whitest woman me. you've ever seen in your life. I know. You light man. Um, okay. Great pod. We're we're Great being... pod, guys. Thank you guys for listening. Um Okay, I'm stopping God, we're so bad okay. at this. We we're, need to we're rec- so bad right, at ending. I'm stopping recording. Next what's up? Bye. Welcome to Brain Machine Network.com.